construction, golf news, equipment, travel, interviews, course profiles, and more. Your weekly fix of all things golf is about to begin. It's the Flagstick Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Bonner and Scott McLeod. Well, welcome everyone to the Flagstick Podcast. I am a host, Jeff Bonner, and with me is my the other host, Scott McLeod. <laughs> The other host, Scott McLeod, and uh, just to remind everybody that today, Flagstick Podcast is brought to you this week again by our good friends at TaylorMade with Stealth. They have pushed past the limits of titanium and introduced the world to the carbon wood age. So how far are they willing to take it? Well, let me tell you, way past far and into forgiveness. Introducing the all-new Stealth 2 Plus, combining elements of speed forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to learn more. Uh, and just to let you know, just to let you know, um, little giveaway this Ooh, week giveaway. on the on the we show. Said, I, told you, I told you this was coming. Yeah. And uh, and our buddies, our good friends at TaylorMade, have um, sent me the box, and the box Ooh. has some stuff in it, and the All stuff right. is going to be given away. So, but before we get to that, make sure that you're following us. And this is serious. Make sure you're following <laughs> us across social media networks on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. Subscribe on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And I cannot stress this enough, especially this week. YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us. Click the notification bell to make sure you never miss a single episode. Uh, as we said, the goodies are here. Mm -hmm. The stuff is going to be given away because th th there's no room in this. Uh, this office is like maybe 12 by 12. There's no room in this office for the goodies that have come. So right. we must give away the goodies. And we're going to start that this week. Um, and we're going to tell you about that a little bit later because we don't want you going and doing stuff now and then leaving. You're going to have to you hang gotta, out. Got to keep you here for a bit. Sorry, you got to listen. You got to watch. If you're listening and you don't watch... You might want to watch because there's a whole YouTube thing that you're going to want to do near the end of this podcast. There you go. Uh, there you go. I've said my piece. Um, it is what it is. Uh, it's warm outside. Let me tell you. Hey, and holy, it's June. Holy Welcome crap. To June. It's fi Happy finally. June. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll get summer <clears throat> for a day and then we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Well, you know what? It's been, I mean, it's been perfect the last yes. few days, really. I mean, uh, a little, I'm not, not going to complain about the heat. I think we talked about that a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. We were going to go all of a sudden from complaining about the cold to complaining about the heat, but not going to complain the heat, about no. the heat at all. Um, you know, just got to take advantage of it, which I think a lot of people are doing now. I'm hearing some people are finally getting to the golf course. I'm mm. not sure if that means you, but, you know, um, it is. Uh, I'm still an ailing old man, apparently. <laughs> I'm going to try. Uh, I'll see this, the, the shoulder. I'm not. Are you kidding me? I'm 52 years old. I don't fight through the pain anymore. <laughs> I get a prescription. Yeah. Well, I got to play this week. <laughs> ah, that's a good thing. Yeah. How'd had that a, go? Had a nice little game down at uh, Whistle Bear for the uh, Price oh, right. Tournament for yeah. Dayton Price. Uh, had a nice little game played with uh, Hayden Underhill, who obviously you just saw at the... Uh, you know the flagstick open mm -hmm. uh played with him and his dad and then had to sit in the cart with that james duffy dude <laughs> you know hang out with james so um how is duffy doing duffy is awesome i mean for people i, I mean here I, I posted it on my instagram and i think people need to know this and you know had some podcast interviews and stuff with him managed to hang around with him a little bit at some events and things like that uh duffy is just a good human 
Yeah. You know, a lot of people always just think about him with, you know, he's a TV guy, he's a hockey guy, and he's well known for that. And obviously he gets a lot of attention for that. I mean, there's no shortage of people coming up to say hello for uh, with him at this this tournament or whatever. But he's just a good human. Ottawa guy, obviously we know that. Yes. Um, you know, and he just does whatever he can to help people out. And that's the reason that he was there. And people are familiar with, uh, you know, we talked about on the podcast, um, familiar with what he and, and the Golf Canada Foundation did for Dayton Price and, and Hayden Underhill and got them down to the Masters this year, uh, had them down there. And and um, this was just an event uh, for the Price Strong Foundation uh, that they've started. So it was a whistleberry in, in Cambridge and uh, great turnout, fantastic support, raising some money, not only for the Price family, but from other people who have to face, you know, unexpected challenges like mm -hmm. they have 100 yeah and uh lawrence applebaum from golf canada was there as well they were in the group in front of us so there was the 1a 1b so we got to chirp them lots throughout the event and uh yeah we had a great time it, it was a it was a good event and uh you know uh it's been a while since i played in some charity events and uh it was it was kind of fun to do so we had we had a, we had a good time down there yeah it has been a while i don't think i've played yeah. in a uh i mean we used to play obviously yearly we used to play in the metcalf charity classic yeah and uh, obviously there hasn't been any pro-ams for a number of years no. so you know i haven't played in any of those no it's been very different but a lot of that stuff is coming back and we even talked yeah. the other day about possibly uh having a flag stick since we are the title sponsor of the of the metcalf charity classic you yeah. know having a team back in it again just mm -hmm. for the fun of doing it i mean obviously we always recuse ourselves from participating in uh in winning prizes. or prizes yep. and stuff like that, because frankly, uh, don't need any more prizes. No, uh, but it's, it's fun. Never You're right. That. It's just being yeah. there. It's yeah. for for us when it comes to charity golf tournaments, we like to play in them. But it's more about just being there, participating, being around everybody else that's participating. Right. It's not yeah. about you know going out and trying to you know you're trying to have fun, but you know you're not going out there to try to win a charity golf tournament. No, but if you can, you know, if you can. Put yourself in a position to maybe help draw a little bit more attention to yeah. it if there's some prizes i know i've donated personally i've donated some lots of different things uh you know little fitting sessions or lessons or stuff like that to different events and things over the years which is nice to do if even if you do anything for the events um it's hard sometimes i mean mm -hmm. there's certainly a lot of requests um but if there's Tell me about some, if there's something that you can do uh, obviously that's great and i know i'm going to be hanging out we'll we'll get to it in a bit about the uh you know the uh, uh play junior golf tour but i'm going to hang out a little bit i think this weekend on sunday nice. at the uh, at the event there i don't know if chris might you know make me do some starting or something like that who knows but uh <laughs> the event at, at amherst he's, he's gonna put you to work spot, so. that's for sure yeah, he probably he probably will and, don't and show that, up and expect to just stand around yeah. and watch you're gonna get yeah. put to work and, and that's perfectly fine I, i'm i'm good with that anything you can do to help uh you know with golf um I, I, here's here's a funny thing and i don't mean to you know i'm not trying to bang on people or whatever but um there was someone that I, I talked to recently that said when it comes to golf there are people that are givers and there are people that are takers mm -hmm. uh, and there's people that just want to draw whatever they want out of golf for themselves selfishly but you know this is a game that's given back to a lot of us and done a lot for a lot of people in their lives so you know you feel like there's an obligation there that uh, if you can use the game as a tool to do anything you know better for other people yeah why not get 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 to it there's always going to be a certain um you know no matter what you do I mean, we've been doing this for for well over 25 years i mean we're into what yeah uh, oh God, you're 27 you're 27 now 
Um, and yes, what we do as a business, I mm, can't do sure. what I do without, without trying to yeah. earn revenue to keep things going and move things forward. And it gets tougher and tougher every year to do that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's always a, there's always a part of what you do where you feel that it's not an obligation. No, it's, um, it's just, it's inside you that says, you know, I've yeah. got to, I've got to sponsor that I've got to, or I've got to yeah. provide something for that, or I've got to show up and help out at that. Yeah. I just, I feel like what golf gives me mm-hmm. as a, as a business owner in the industry for as long as we've been in it. What yeah. it's given to me um, as a as a livelihood, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to. Um, I, I don't have to, but I need to. I want to mm-hmm. provide something back, sure. even if it's something small. I mean, we yeah, can't can sponsor t- everything. We no, can't no, no. donate to everything. But if we can, if we can do a little bit of something, you know, some. I just had an email the other day from uh, um, actually yesterday from someone. You know, that's got a charity golf tournament coming up, and they're just asking if uh, if we have any anything that we can donate for a hole in one prize or, sure. you know, or something not, not yeah. looking for something extravagant, just looking for like a, a hat or a, yeah. or a dozen balls or something. And I always try to make sure we have stuff if we can to provide for that. Like, okay, yeah, I can give you here. I'll give you a dozen balls and a cap. Yep. What is it to me? Yeah. You know, I mean, You've even got lots, it, of caps, it, lots, got of lots of caps, lots of caps and balls around. and head yeah. covers and stuff kicking around. No, I can't, I don't have 400 that I can give no, no. one to every player in the event, but sure. I've got, you know, a couple dozen here and a couple dozen there. Like it's yeah. no big deal to, to no, do and that. I, and I've found over the years that even going to events or whatever, I'll, I don't know, maybe it's stuff that I win and, you know, it may not be, it's not recycling stuff, but it's just something that's like, do I really need it? You know, maybe I got it in a drawer or something like that, or it could be just something as simple as like yesterday. I had someone from, um, you know, who runs uh, a hospice foundation in the uh, Coburg area mm-hmm. who I knew from years ago, just reached out, just looking for advice on how they were going to do some things uh, for their event. And then last night, and, and we'll probably have some more details on it, probably on the website at some point, I had uh, a gentleman who works with the Canadian Cancer Society who knew for the years ago, Doug Kane. Mm-hmm. Actually, I remember Doug, they used to sell advertising for the Whig Standard a long, yeah. long time ago. So he works for the Canadian Cancer uh, Society now. And he's just saying, hey, we're just looking for some ideas as far as how to get the word out about our event. So I'm going to get back to him probably sometime today, you know, find a way to, you know, maybe help market their event and again, lift it up a little bit, give it a little bit of attention. So it's 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 little things. It doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be cash, but, you know, giving back to the game. And mm-hmm. you know, I'd encourage anybody who's, you know, ever played this game and golf has given them something, you know, uh, better in their life to, you know, take the time to do that. And like I said, it doesn't have to be monetary. It can be something as simple as volunteering, just go and do something for an hour. Or if you've got some other skills that you have that you can help someone else with, get at it. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, right. Okay, um, we do have a show to do. We beyond, do. <laughs> beyond as, well, that is part of what we do. Yeah, that is, sure. it is yeah. the show is doing right now. So we are doing the show, uh, but we do have a good show for a great show for you this week. Um, on the front nine, uh, we are going to catch up on some of the golf news, regional, uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, beyond that, uh, yeah. just to get everybody caught up on on some things. Uh, and on the back nine, we're going to take a look at, at the uh, 112th RBC Canadian Open that's going to take place next week. Um, 
And we're going to talk a little bit. We got some little Canadian Open trivia I saw that we're going to do. Uh, so some cool stuff. Plus, we have the giveaway. giveaway. Yeah. Um, and uh, stay tuned. You'll, you'll stay tuned for that, I'm sure. But let's uh, let's get on to the front nine. Uh, presented by uh, Metcalf Golf Club. Uh, natural setting, a pleasant challenge. Golf season is here. No doubt about that. So don't wait to save on golf this season. Uh, get a membership if you can. Uh, join a league, purchase some game packs, um, and be ready to hit the first tee running and save some bucks. Uh, visit MetcalfGolf.com to shop now. All right. The front nine. Yes, sir. Lots going the front on. Front nine. Yeah, tons of stuff going on. The uh, yeah. I mean, let's, let's dive into it. We just get everybody caught up a little bit. I mean, we don't want sure. to do the shopping list of news all the time. No, but, just but just a lot. It's starting notes. to get that. We're starting to roll in. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's the 1st of June now. You know, now we're starting to roll in. June's happening. July's happening. August is going to yep. happen. And that's going to be wall-to-wall tournaments. No way we can cover it all on this podcast. But yep. we do cover majority of it. I won't yep. say we cover it all, but we do cover the majority yep. of it on flagstick.com. So yep. if you get over to flagstick.com, a lot of what we talk about here will be there, plus a lot of stuff that we can't talk about here sure. because – you know, a three-hour podcast might not get listened to very often. No, and you and you know, and if it's not mentioned on our website, you can always catch it on our social. We'll obviously make mention it on our Twitter or Instagram, whatever we can for as little bits, bits and bobbles. Sometimes there's not enough information for a full story, but uh, you know, we'll we'll try to give it some sense of coverage. Exactly. And speaking of Twitter, there's something you posted on Twitter I want to talk about later. Oh too. yes, yes. Yeah, you, you I know, knew, you know exactly you what. It, yeah, I, I knew you would find. See, that. it's like I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a social social butterfly uh yeah. like yourself but you see but certain things i do see stuff and yeah. uh and and that did catch my attention because everybody's I, biting on that one today. i do have comment i do have comment so <laughs> sure. i want some context obviously but then, yeah okay we'll, so we'll, we'll talk that. about that but let's get in yeah. uh quebec spring open let's go there first scott the quebec yeah. spring open um uh was uh held at beaconsfield Great As track. always, great track. Yeah, love that. Yeah, track, of course. Yeah, and actually improving right now. Jeff Menge uh, and Christian Fraser are doing some work down there. They brought back some of the old bunker forms, and uh, I just saw they filled some sand in there the other day. Obviously, after the spring open, uh, and looking good there. Um, this event, obviously, a historic event happening since 1926 ish, think something like that. But um, you know more than I would about that part of it. 16 <laughs> year old Emile LeBron, who uh, great kid uh shot 66 uh spends his time in florida in the winter time i've had a bit of communication with him uh just on instagram going back and forth he was playing some minor league pro events uh in the winter time he actually had a couple of top tens on the minor league uh, golf tour so uh, an immense talent um he was one of the three players that shot 66 but ended up beating out um etienne bro uh who was the pro winner he beat him out in a playoff uh to take the overall and uh, nice. Vincent Laplante of uh, Rockland Golf Club who actually plays at Ottawa U and is actually playing in the Canadian University College Championship as we speak uh, he was the top player from the Ottawa Valley at a T12 nice nice now uh, the OVGA uh, is uh, continuing to get things rolling here with their season and uh, they had their their opening field day um, they did which was a qualifier <laughs> qualifier for a number of events match play and so forth it's funny because I started to look at the results of this, and it's just familiar names, eh? <laughs> I see Diane Doolin up there, and I was like, 
Does everybody else just play for second place when she's teeing up in a tournament? I mean, there's a few other players that are certainly in the mix, but certainly, you know, she's she's certainly been a longstanding top player. Um, You know, Diane Dolan obviously won the women's A and then uh, Sherry Rodenkirk won the women's B. Uh, Men's B, a couple of new names there, Ruggles Pritchard and Andy Cornway. What a great name that is. Which one? The Ruggles? Ruggles. I love, I love that. It. So I don't know if it's his nickname and he makes use of it or if it's actually on his birth certificate, but I'm going to venture to find out because I yeah, would. That, that is a name. cool like name. Ruggles. Like, you know, you think of golf names. I, I don't know if you, you've thought of this over the years, but I've talked to a number of people about golf names and I still mm-hmm. think my favorite golf name that I ever saw on a trophy was I was at Westmount Golf Club and the and the uh, they had their club champion was Baz Van Willigan, <laughs> which I that's awesome. Old. You I know like, what's Baz. funny is that when you're in high when you're in high school, yeah, that name say Ruggles. Okay, when you're in high school, if that's not a nickname that was given to him, if that's a real name, that's the kind of name that you get laughed at and bullied about. But that but is a cool on, name. I am sorry, yeah. but that is a cool name. Yeah, I want to be named Ruggles. Yeah, exactly. Jeff, <laughs> All right, we're, I'm named we're, Jeff. Jeff, Ruggles sorry, mom. Potter. I know Jeff or Jeffrey when I'm when when or Jeffrey Thomas when she's mad at me. It's always Jeffrey yeah. Thomas. Yeah, we're just gonna call you Ruggles. Uh, I mean, I know the kids used to call me Doc when I was in public school, and I still don't have any idea why. I was the doctor of radness, I think. <laughs> Next, <laughs> men's men's A winner Bowie Avis Mills, who also had an ace on number three, and that's how you win, right? Senior men, Perry Frida, who obviously uh, from Madawaska, we've uh, seen as a winner before in in some of our events. So uh, good on them. Uh, Great start for the OBJ as far as the field day and uh, getting their season rolling along. Bowie Abyss Mills. Now, Bowie. He's a superintendent now, I believe. I don't see you. I don't see you registered for the flagstick shootout, Bowie. Yeah, Bowie. Uh, Yeah. That's a good. with With that OVGA. Field day Win. victory. I'm I'm kind of thinking that the tournament director to might uh, give, an give you an invitation if he sees your name pop up in the registration. All right. We might have to track him down and send a personal invite. How's that? There we go. All right. Um, okay. Next week. All right. Next week. This is uh this is a big <laughs> one. This is a big is, one. Is it? It is big. Well, it is big. It is big in a certain way. It's big in in a, in a in a lot of very positive ways. Now, yes. the PGA of Ottawa Spring Open, uh, first event of the season on the Flagstick.com PGA of Ottawa Tour, um, is uh, next week, June fifth, at the Marshes and yeah, Monday. And and the, there's a difference this year. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it's, it last week. It's the Stableford yeah. uh, idea, which I think is awesome. Awesome. Actually, now, now there's a yeah. good. They got a good feel. They guess a strong. It's one of the strongest they've yeah. ever seen within the zone. I mean, it's it's uh, it's really really good. Um, I mean, go Scott ahead. McLeod is in the field. I, I am in the field. I got my. Well, that makes it strong night. in itself, right there. And let me I, tell I you, am at, I am out at uh, ten forty. I got my tea time. I'm with Tim Peterson and, and Pasquale Mangilo from Cornwall. So yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Now, our good friend Chris Meekin, who used to work with us here at Flagstick, uh, um, he uh, he texted me yesterday to ask us to play in a charity golf tournament on Monday. Oh, the, so, the Ottawa Hunt? Yeah. So I, I, unfortunately, Chris, this is why yeah. he can't play. Yeah. He's fulfilling his professional duties. duties of uh, supporting the zone and playing in the spring open. Uh, good luck with the charity event there, Chris. Uh, yeah. 
It's going to um, be a good event. That's I hope some, Club. some big bucks are raised. Yeah, um, they will. And uh, yes, we will get out and play. Chris, he asked us to get, he wanted to get out and play with us. He's something about he's playing really well and doesn't think we stand a chance. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's just blowing wow. smoke, you know where, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> Bring it, Meekin. Yeah, good luck, um, Meekin. Now, there's, uh, who's the defending spring open? Uh, Mike Dagenet Mike and uh, Graham Gunn. So oh, that's the regular and then the senior. So, but yeah, it's Stableford's going to, you know, change up the format a bit. And especially, you know, as we said, at the marshes with six par fives, a couple maybe drivable par fours. Mm-hmm. They should do. So, they should be set up for Stableford. I'd be setting yeah. every par five up to reach in two, and every and and whenever you can well, get. Well, if you're a four. senior and you're playing off shorter tees, <clears throat> but you know what the cool part is: sixty-one players, which is one That's of the awesome. biggest fields in many a long, long time. And it was funny because I was actually talking to uh, Brendan Parsons last night, who's the director of operations at Listowel Golf Club. We mm-hmm. were talking about Riley Connors obviously coming up and playing the event. And and for people that don't know, this is where Corey Connors is, is from. Um, but he is uh, serves on the board of the PGA of Ontario and is about to be the president. And we were talking about events and bringing people up. And I said, hey, we got a big field that's coming up. And he was shocked of the fact we were going to have 61 um you know in the zone we're not a big zone we're we're less than 200 players in the zone so the fact that we can get 61 players out there and there's nine that are taking their uh, playability test now they got to play stroke play right they can't play this they have to play stroke play yeah so uh you know too bad that'd be cool if you could do your playability test well yeah well that would be pretty easy then because basically once you're over a bogey you know there's no points so you know yes! you got you got your zero no points. It, right so you know those big numbers don't hurt you at all but um yeah the fact that we've got uh, a lot of players coming out and, and playing is, is fantastic to have 61 is incredible love it yeah. love it well that's gonna be fun yeah um i'll definitely Looking make to gonna it. make a make an appearance to pop out Ooh. i'll pop out i might need a caddy the very no, no. <laughs> Not that big of an appearance. Okay, all right. You don't want me catting for I can't carry your bag. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you can't carry it. anybody's bag right now. You could push it. Push it. I can't even walk. Are you kidding me? I can't even play four holes. I can't. I, I'm limping half the time. Uh, my shoulder's cart. better though. I probably a hit a golf ball now. Give me a cart. Well, there you go. Get you me, a cart. Get me a walker. Um, <laughs> all right. Speaking what of going on? speaking of players and speaking of fields, uh, yes. flagstick.com shootout. Uh, we're still we're still slowly treading towards the uh, um, an official. You can't register anymore. Date. Uh, we have not set that date yet because the difference with this tournament and the flagstick open is it's not a first come first serve. Um, you register, and every once in a while we've been you know, saying, okay, we're going to, they're going to pick 10 guys. We're going to pick 20. We're going to pick three. We're going to pick five. And as we we're just going to keep doing that until we get to a point where we're going to, you know, we're not going to let you register anymore. We're trying desperately to allow as many people to register, to get on that list as possible before we start finalizing the field. Because people, people have a lot of interest Mm-hmm. people reach out and say they want to play but they're not ready well, to commit so you've yeah. got to commit to registering and get your name on the list so that we can select the field and we are running out of time yeah it's not that we don't have enough players to run the tournament that's got nothing to do with it 
What it has to do with is it has we want to make sure that as many players who have expressed an interest in wanting to be in the field right. get an opportunity to be in the field without yeah. imposing a hard deadline. But Which we have, you have to, to order register. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. you have to register. And we have to order product, particularly yeah. the shirts and for the players, shirt sizes and stuff. I can't just – they're not just going to send me three or 400. Excuse me. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Usually there's a cough button for that, but it's a podcast. I mean, I could probably just take it out, but anyway, I'm not going to leave it in because it one. adds character. Yeah, a cough button. Maybe there is a cough button or something here. I'm gonna Turn know. your mic on and off. Oh, now it says we got like a few minutes before we have to take a break. Okay. Um, so the point is you got to register and we're going to yep. put a hard cutoff date on that probably in the next couple of weeks. So get your name on the yeah. list so that you have yeah. a chance to be put in but the you've, field. You've got to enter. I had said it, yeah. I said it yesterday. There's yeah. a couple people that messaged me. They're like, hey, I haven't got an invite. I'm like, well, have you applied? And they're like, well, no. I'm like, well, we can't. We're not clairvoyant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't know yeah. everybody. I mean, yes, I can yeah. shoot some emails out to some people. Oh, sure. Which we have done with the flagstick yeah. open list. We have sent emails directly out to players from the flagstick yeah. open list to invite them to register. Right. But, but these still are just have not, to register. Yeah. I'm not just yeah. gonna. You these know, are not just random invitations where no. we're just like browsing the internet and go, "Oh, we're gonna." Because understand, you get invited. It's not a. It's not a 72 players playing for free. No, I mean we still, you still have to pay for stuff. So there's still yeah. it, it's like it's just you know it's a limited field. So we're not gonna yeah. let everybody in. Yeah. Um. So do that. Plus, um, big announcement. Uh, new, we mm-hmm. have a um a new uh, supporting, supporting sponsor. sponsor. Yeah, uh, for the flagstick shootout. Um, just finished a, a good chat this week with uh, Jamie Hall from Gananoque Shovels in uh, in Gananoque. Um, yeah, great, and, great supporter of golf. Also supported an event on the Play Junior Golf Tour. Yeah, very, very big supporter of golf. Um, and uh, he's such an avid golfer. So oh yeah. yeah, we're chatting. He's on his way to the golf course. He's he's oh, sore. Yeah. He's got some some had some pain or something and he's He'll like, play through he's like yeah, i gotta play i gotta get yeah. my golf in i'm like jamie yeah. take a break oh, yeah. i can't take a break i gotta golf. No. so uh huge announcement big thanks to uh to jamie uh hall and, and to gan chevals uh for supporting the event um we're uh we're really excited to have them on board and uh you know to for the inaugural reboot if you will mm-hmm. and uh and moving forward so Looking forward to that. Um, have a few vehicles out around the golf course for people to peruse. That'd be nice. Yes, yes. Um, so that uh, big announcement there. Um, so we just want to remind everybody that wants to get in, you got to yeah. go to flagstickshootout.com and register because otherwise I don't even know you want to play. That's right. Uh, so do that. Do that. Now, um, we got to take a break real soon here, but uh, yeah. Scott, do you want to couple of quick throw, throw any other quick things in there before we go? Jam it all in because you don't yeah. want to waste. Oh yeah, no waste, no minutes. No waste, no minutes. All right. So super quickly, a uh, couple of big things coming up. Uh, RBC their qualifier. The last one is on a Sunday, so it's at Coppinwood. So that's their Monday qualifier, which they've had to move there. Uh, lots of good amateurs in there, including Daniel Abraha, who was in the playoff at the Flagstick Open. So good luck to him. Um, and that's playing for four spots in the in the RBC Canadian Open, the last four spots. Uh, the next day, U.S. Open uh, Monday qualifier is for the Canada is in at Lambton Golf Club. Lots of tour players that are playing in there from Webb Simpson to whatever. Uh, that is actually open if people want to go and watch that as well. Uh, that's of interest. And then the uh, the 
PJGT uh, Junior Tour event was at Black Pier last weekend. Uh, quickly, the winners were Edmund Blakely, Jack Sample, Olivia Patterson, Charlie Winton, Peyton Patterson, Hunter Stevenson, Xinyao Zhang, Peyton Velkamp, Minnie Brader, Bentley Klopmaker, Nash Adamick, and Vanessa Ball. And they are headed to Amherst this weekend, and I'll be there on Sunday to give that a watch. Nice. Now, we got to take a break. Yeah. Um, before we take a break, I just want to show you guys something. I just want to, for views watching on YouTube, because again, if you don't subscribe to YouTube, you're not going to see what I'm about to do. You're only going to hear me talk about it. Isn't this awesome? Oh, nice. What do you think of this thing? This is a tailor made. Now, this is old school. This is a tailor made. Yeah, the uh, 1979 logo. The Look at this thing. Logo. Look yep. at this thing. You can't see it if you're listening, but we yep. appreciate you listening. But this is a tailor made cap. It's got the old school logo on the front of it. And this is going to be coupled with uh, a few other things we want to give away this week on the podcast. So stay tuned. After the break. After the break, we will tell you how you can uh, win this hat amongst another bunch of stuff in a little tailor-made uh, giveaway pack. So cool. stay with us. You're listening to the Flagstick Podcast with Jeff Botter and Scott McLeod. We'll be right back. That's far. So much forgiveness. Wait, did you say forgiveness like far or forgiveness like forgiveness? Forgiveness. For. Forgiveness. Far. Forgiveness. I'm hearing far. Forgiveness. Like forgiveness. Forgiveness? Forgiveness. I'm still hearing far, but whatever. Introducing Stealth 2 with more carbon for more forgiveness. Forgiveness. Just hit it. Well, welcome back to the Flagstick Podcast. Yes, he's Scott. Yes, I'm Jeff. And uh, we are here to serve you. We are. We are. Okay. Now, before we get into back nine stuff, we're going to get into back nine stuff. But before we get into that, we want to talk about the first of, I'm going to say, the first of a bunch of little contests that we're going to do on the podcast throughout the rest of the season. This one, um, like I said, uh, got a little little care package, little box, little box from our good friends at tailor-made golf canada and it had a whole bunch of little goodies in it so i took some of those goodies and i put a little package together and i'm going to show you the package um, cool. because this really is a youtube thing i mean yeah. you can be listening on the on on audio but then you've got to go to youtube and yeah. subscribe and comment it's free. it's free to subscribe totally free totally free and, and what are you missing this is what you'd be missing if you don't subscribe okay so here we go what i want you to do is i want to go to youtube I want, and if you're already on YouTube, that's good. This is simple for you. I only got to do the little comment thing. I want you to go into the comments. Yep. And I want you to comment on this particular episode, episode 43. 40. But you got to be a subscriber. So it's got to be a subscriber. Slash flagstick golf. Yes. And I want you to comment below this podcast with, with the phrase, I want to win tailor made stuff. I want to win tailor-made stuff. All right. Okay. I, like I want to win tailor-made stuff. And you can comment whatever else, but just include yeah, that. Yeah, you can comment, but well. you can say, Jeff's a donkey. Why is he asking for such a stupid phrase? But anyway, you can sure. say that too, but that's not going to help you get the free stuff. Probably not. Okay, so here's the deal. It will be a here. random draw. And here on my desk. It's random draw. Okay, so start off. Boom. Tailor-made cap little retro i haven't seen logo. all this stuff yet so i'm excited to see what, what you've okay. got in there all right start cool. off let's start off with this boom nice tailor-made cap love it cool 
Yep. And we got one of these. A microfiber tailor made. Oh. Look at all look at all those little logos. Sweet. It's like all the old tailor made logos, original one. Yeah, hold that up there. Okay. A microfiber towel. Got it. So you get a hat and a towel. Oh. PP5. Six balls. Six, Six ball balls. Pack. Canadian oh, flag. That's I'm gonna Canada open that edition. Oh yeah. Look yeah, at that. Nice. Canada edition. Yep. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. Two sleeves. Close. Six balls. There you go. And what we're going to do, we're going to throw in a little something extra, a little fun. And a little fun. Look at these things. <laughs> playing so, cards. So instead of cards for humanity, it's cards for forgiveness. I like Cards it. Or for forgiveness. forgiveness, as right. Rory would say. It's far. I hit it far, forgiveness. Okay. Did you say far I say or four? Did you say far or four? It's the commercial. I'm not even going to go there. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> Listen All to right. the commercial. They just heard the commercial on the show as they exactly. took a break. So, okay. So now here's the thing. Um, we have two packages. Oh, two. So two yeah. winners. Yeah, nice. Two winners. Um, the second cool. package is going to include this cool towel instead of the microfiber towel. It's more of a big player's towel okay. with the big. Nice. Player. Okay. So we got two packages: towel, cap, balls, playing cards. Nice. Two packages to give away. Free. And all you got to do to sub and. Subscribe. I want to win tailor-made stuff. Gotcha. Easy stuff. Not That's hard. Easy. Easy stuff. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll remind you one more time at the end of the show to do that, but we're telling you that now so you can even do it as you're listening or watching right now. Get over you to the it. YouTube channel if you're not there. Okay. Moving on. All right. Back we got nine. a back nine to do. And uh, our back nine is... Our back nine is presented by Greensburg Golf and Country Club. Save 40% on all daily green fee rates with FlexPass, which also includes six-day advance booking for only $425 plus tax. Visit greensmere.com for more information. Do it. Okay. All right, Scott, back nine. Let's get into things. So we want to talk about the RBC <laughs> Canadian. This is, the, this yeah. is our national championship when it comes to golf. This is the big yeah. one. Yeah. This is the big one. Yeah, this uh, is the Men's National Championship PGA Tour event. Obviously, the CP. KC Open is happening at the end of it's going to be a mouthful <laughs> in Vancouver. Yeah, you know what? It's just always the adjustments. I actually saw uh, Lawrence Applebaum uh, had the new hats with the CPKC thing on it, and it looks weird at first. But you got to understand these corporations obviously change names; they have different mergers, yeah. sort of things, and you know it's just part of it. This you get used it to is. it after a while, anyway. You, do. you just have yeah. to say it enough times. I mean, we we didn't we didn't call the we couldn't call the CP. The DeMaurier forever either. <laughs> no, well, it was more difficult when it was the CNCP transition. So that that, tell me that about made it. that that made it difficult. Tell, tell me had about a, it. Had a few I know errors. That transition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, okay. So we're we're tired. We're we are we are here. We are now yeah. going to talk about the RBC Canadian Open. So a little Canadian Open preview. The show. The this is the show before the big show. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, it's so let's first of all let's talk about the golf course scott because you're probably more familiar with oakdale than i am but oakdale yep. it's at oakdale mm -hmm. um in the center of toronto heart of center toronto. toronto old school we're not we're, not, we're talking old school golf course here 1926 mm -hmm. correct is that yep yep okay so it this is, is we're, we're talking old school golf course and i love this i said i think i said this on the last podcast when we started to talk about the rbc canadian open was happening it's going to be okay. I love it when these kinds of national championships are held, not to take anything away from a modern day golf course. Ooh. There are some fantastic, awesome 
modern day golf courses, but I love old school golf courses. I love yeah. the, 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 the history that goes along with them. And mm. this golf course is going to be, it's going to be a test. Well, it will be to a certain point. <laughs> they're going to go low. I, I will tell you right now, I think they're going to go low on this golf course. It's had a lot of work over the years. Um, you know, obviously, originally Stanley Thompson design. Robbie Robinson did some work there. Ian Andrews, their current uh, architect of record, and he's been working away on it. Um, they do have 27 holes there. So in order for them to host uh, this open, they basically made a compilation course. They've picked some holes from their various nines, took four, four from the Thompson nine five from the hominic nine and then the nine on the newton nine and i think nine the nine and the newton nine is definitely where players will make hay uh okay. and really you know go low so they're gonna have to get this thing nice and firm which thankfully the nice weather has been here for that yeah if they're gonna protect it a little bit par 72 just under 7300 yards um very distinctive 18th hole people are going to see a lot of that uh this coming week they've got a double decker grandstand up there it is a 500 yard par four with a creek that meanders down in the middle forcing players to take maybe less than driver off the tee uh, especially if the ball's running out so um it's going to be interesting that way from a scoring perspective i, I think because it's in the heart of toronto uh, obviously not going to have an issue as far as uh, an attendance uh, aspect of it. Uh, easy to get to uh, for everyone. Um, and it's just nice to have a new facility come in. And when I say new, I mean not new as new to the yeah, Canadian yeah, but... Open. Uh, and they are and they're setting this up for the fact that, you know, they're going to host uh, at their 100th anniversary as well. They're, they're obviously hosting this year, but they're hosting as well in, in 2026. So, um, you know, getting them a little bit into a, a rotation there. Um, it's hard to follow up what happened last year. I mean, it yeah. really is. I mean, especially after, you know, after the pandemic had had shut down the Canadian Open for several years, um, they got sort of everything, everything back. Uh, unfortunately, last year just so happened that was the first week of the live stuff. So all of a sudden DJ was gone and various other players. But, you know, having Rory win, for the second time mm -hmm. in a row yeah. um he is back to uh, you know try for the three in a row um they've they've got a quality field we haven't seen the full field yet we'll hear that uh totally tomorrow at five o'clock the friday at five is their deadline but we certainly have an indication already of some of the players that are going to be there uh not only you know the um just the world stars but the canadian players as well and you know justin rose sam burns cam young uh rory obviously tyrell hatton cameron champ uh sam um did i say sam burns already yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, say to who's obviously you know merging on the scene those are just some of the headliners and then you know we've got a bunch of other players that are obviously playing in the u.s open qualifier on monday at mm -hmm. lambton so that's an indication that they're going to be uh playing this week at rbc even though we don't have that field yet you know your web simpsons of the world and and uh you know your michael blocks <laughs> who's got an exemption to play in um the but, block party has arrived yeah so you know what it, it's going to be a decent field and and i think um I think the attendance is going to be good. I'm not expecting the same fireworks and the same, you know, the same excitement that maybe we saw last year, but I think they've, they put all the other things in place. They've got, you know, activations all over the place. Um, they've got a hole that player or that people can come and play. They can play the one hole. 
I'm oh, calling it cool, hole, hole zero out on the golf course where, where uh, people can go. Cause a lot of times they have activations where people can just like chip and putt or things like this. They actually have a little par three that, that nice. people can play and they can kind of go through and they get a little bit of a help instruction and, and things like that. Uh, they've got things happening on 25, of the 27 holes on the property. They're going to do their best to make things happen concerts as we've mentioned before yeah you know, black eyed peas alanis morissette on the weekend they just introduced i think four other artists that are going to be on their other kind of their warm-up stage or whatever um they're trying to make it a festival they really are oh, and, sure. and and golf Canada is, is working hard to do that where it might fall down will be i think with the scoring with the golf course i don't think there's any any player that's played it so far that you know has said it doesn't have everything that's needed for a national championship mm -hmm. the golf course is going to be um short for some players yeah just just there's some downhillers and stuff uh like that from a whole perspective that those holes are going to play shorter um there's some tough greens you know so whole locations but uh but that's not a bad thing i don't mind seeing score no, no. i'm just well, saying to people don't expect u.s open you know 500 par winning not that st george's i mean it was 1900 to win at st george's last mm. year um so it'll show well on tv i think um and then you know we'll see what the vibe is like next week i'm planning to be up there for a couple of days we've got uh, grant fraser uh covering it during the week so we'll have some photo galleries and things that we'll be posting on flagstick.com and um like always just looking forward to it yeah yeah i know i mean i'm i can't say that i'm i'm I don't. I don't like to see the the really deep scoring at national championships, and and I mean, I know it's not a major. You, I know you can't, it's, you it's can't, far you far can't, beyond. Yeah. You can't prevent it, and I mean, we're June in Canada, really. I mean, there's a difference. If it was July or August, and you have a chance to start to bake out the golf course, but you know, we were talking about the weather. The weather wasn't that great, you know, just a few weeks ago, you know, and lots of rain and, and stuff like that. So, you know, you're not going to prevent it. The players no, are and growing good. rough doesn't seem to, no. it doesn't seem to do what it used to do. I mean, you used no. to take a golf course like that and you let the, let the rough really get gnarly and that would protect it. Like you saw that at old, at, at us opens and stuff like that. But yep. if it doesn't have the other elements as well, yep. like if it doesn't have tricky greens with a lot of slope and speed to them, or mm -hmm. fairways with a lot of speed to them, and then the rough doesn't become a factor because they don't mm -hmm. get to it. And then when they do come out of it, you're not hitting it to a green. Like I remember when the, when the rough was somewhat gnarly at Pinehurst, uh, mm -hmm. number two, and they had the greens running really fast, and you had mm -hmm. guys rolling balls back off the greens. Yeah, but there's greens spin are it, right? shaped in a different yeah. way, right? right? Where these are, I mean, those these have some severity front to back in some different areas, but you know. And I'm not going to throw names or, or players under the bus because I've talked to a few players that have gone and played practice rounds and things. But, you know, you hit shots out there and, you know, if you pound it off the tee and even if it's a 450-yard par four, you know, some of these guys are hitting it out there. They're going to have a wedge in. If they're hitting a wedge and it's at a super thick rough, yeah, you know what? They might not have a birdie opportunity, uh, an easy birdie opportunity, but they're going to be able to get it to a front edge and let it roll back or, or whatever. Um, but they're not expecting to make bogeys. I don't think we're going to hear a lot of romantic talk about the uh, the course and the layout. Uh, and I'm just trying to be honest here, but the club itself is amazing. Like the support they they have, Oakdale is is unbelievable of what they've done within their community and their willingness to do this. Their staff is great from right from, you know, Molly, their, their GM to Ian Krebin in the shop to 
they'll put on a good show. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll do a great job of it. And I, I think this is where people have to realize that a lot of the things that go into hosting a Canadian Open are not always just about, you know, having this iconic, you know, course or layout or whatever there's a lot of logistics that go into it mm-hmm. so and i'm not saying the golf is the course is terrible far from that it's a quality golf course um i'm just saying it's it's not always on the same level as maybe some of the couple other ones that you might hear about it it certainly has a sense of history ian has done a great job there's some nice there's some nice really holes that are in there but it's still not going to prevent players from from scoring that's does this open the door scott when you know the 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 talk and the chatter um, has always been with when it comes to the Canadian Open that it, courses can't host it if the you know if it's not a PGA Tour level golf course. Mm-hmm. Um, so does this open the door if if a golf course like Oakdale can host a Canadian Open? Does it open the door for other golf courses that may have not been considered Canadian Open golf courses to host? Because there's lots of golf courses out there that are yeah. not that are that are pretty. Pretty good yeah. golf courses that have length. They just don't have this, the, you know. Yeah, but length is not the only factor here. I mean, part of the reason why Oakdale is so great is it's, you know, it's right by the highways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a massive piece of property. So from a logistics standpoint, so a lot of those other courses don't have the room that Oakdale has on their property. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's not a lot of 27 and 36 hole facilities. So I, I don't think it does really open. I mean, again, there's some great clubs that you could go play, but you know, if you can't put the TV stuff in there, if you haven't got the space for the media tents, if you haven't got the space for hospitality, if you haven't got space for, uh, you know, the fairway, which is their big food area that, you know, Golf Canada does with their partners. Um, you know, they've got a 2000 square foot keg restaurant that's going to be on site that they're they're building. So, you know, again, it's about logistics. And, you know, frankly, you know, there's a difference between the U.S. and Canada. They have 10 times the number of golf courses that we do. Yeah. So we have great golf courses. But they have that many more that have that much more as far as amenities, size property. They have a lot more facilities that are, you know, 36 holes or 45 holes or, or whatever the case may be. So does it open the door a little bit? Maybe. But the other side of it, too, is that, you know, you still got to please RBC. RBC is the sponsor. There's not many corporations um, that can foot the bill for what PJ Tour events cost now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, a lot of things are dictated by what RBC would prefer, you know, and that's why you'll see it in Vancouver. You'll see it in, in Toronto, mostly in Toronto. And yeah. I get it. A lot of people complain about the Ontario open. Yeah, but that's a corporate thing. So, I mean, it but is that's what it is, right? Thing. I mean, yeah. man, the, yeah. the events don't happen without the money. No, that's exactly yeah. it. So, so I think if people want the other events, they're going to have to rely on having the CPKC open. It has more flexibility as far as a smaller footprint and, and so forth and, you know, world-class players. But again, yeah. that is dictated by CPKC, who obviously has affiliations with different areas and different parts of the country, wants to entertain corporate sponsors and things like that. So, uh, you know, consumers don't think of it that way. They always just think of the golf course itself. Yeah, There's, there's too much else that has to go with it. And we want this event to be successful because it's important for Golf Canada from a funding standpoint uh, to generate revenue and to help out all our other programs and things like that. So, you know what? Sorry, we have to just compromise a little bit. And, uh, you know, and again, I'm not saying this is a massive, comp, comp, uh, you know, 
we're not really compromising too much here at, at Oakdale. Certainly not. Yeah. But just remember, you know, it, it's not it's not a U.S. Open. It is a national championship, but you know, doesn't that doesn't mean players aren't going to go low? Now we do know Mike Weir is competing in his thirty first. Uh, yes. which is just one one start one canadian open rbc oh, canadian oh, oh, oh. open yeah and don't mention that second part that's part of the trivia i shouldn't have put that in there i'll change mm. the trivia i'll change the trivia no, no, yes. I won't mention go ahead it. I won't go ahead it. you can you can say it and i'll change the trivia question um okay so that's only one back of uh of uh, canadian golf hall of famer george cumming who had a record yep. 32 appearances yeah yep. uh so Probably a good chance that Mike Weir will surpass that record because I don't see Mike Weir making so. any announcement that this is his last Canadian Open appearance because he's still quite competitive. Yeah, certainly competitive on the, on the PGA Tour champions. And I don't think, uh, you know, he still draws a crowd. Doesn't matter what. Yeah, no question about that. Yeah. Um, other Canadians in the field. Yeah, we've got uh, 19 currently in there. Um, we're obviously got uh, four more spaces available on Monday and a number of Canadians vying for those positions. Um, but they range from uh, Johnny Travail, who's a amateur, Miles Creighton, Stuart McDonald, playing well in the PGA Tour Latino America, veteran uh, David Hearn, Roger Sloan, who's been playing well in the Corn Ferry Tour this year, Will Bateman from Alberta is going to play his first one, uh, previous announced exemptions, Ben Silverman, who won his second time in the Corn Ferry Tour this year, Aaron Cockrell, who's obviously been playing well in the DP World Tour, is going to play in his second. Uh, then we got our regional qualifiers, uh, Taylor Durham, uh, who's a cool, which is an amateur. He's in real estate. He's playing his first one, never played college golf or anything like that, which nice. is kind of neat. 29 year old from North Van. He's going to get to play in that after shooting 65 at the BC regional qualifier, uh, Daniel Kim out of Toronto, uh, Sebastian Zermak of Toronto, who's actually going to have Ryan DeVoe of Napanee on his bag. Ryan, who's going to, you know, let's spend a long time as a caddy in the LPJ tours in the process of joining the PGA of Canada. He's going to be, uh, with Seb next week and then uh you know your usual pga stalwarts from canada uh cory connors uh adam svenson mackenzie hughes nick taylor adam hadwin uh taylor pendrith and michael gligick solid that's a solid yeah. field of, Lots of people to follow itself. yeah like, so yeah you have no shortage of storylines potentially that could come out of the rbc canadian open sure. this year with respect to canadian golfers but yeah. um you know obviously the the block party showing up now mm. You know, yeah, I don't I mean, expect it, much, it's yeah. a great it's a great story and everything. Yeah, but I sure. mean, it was it was a great story the week of the PGA Championship. The expectations that some exemptions would come afterwards. Um, you know, let's face it, good golfer, uh, a great yeah. guy, even better guy, but sure. um, good for the media. Yeah, really. You know, that's it's, what you it, it's a great marketing. And it's the a great marketing. The, yeah, and the know. average fan too, who doesn't really you know want something else to to dig into more than anything. So exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, now you created some Canadian open trivia. Here. Yeah. Just a, just a little short group here. Um, we'll go quickly Crazy. Through if you like, <laughs> I've got some notes here. Uh, all right, let's go start with, um, how much was the first prize money at the 1920 RBC Canadian open? You want to guess? <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I tried to look this up online. Oh, come even, on. I couldn't even find it. Well, I didn't want to not know. I've got I have a no idea how much. I, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna guess it was like a hundred bucks. Uh, pretty close, two hundred. I've got a sneaky. Oh, see, player I wasn't too far off. Then. I've got a sneaky player performance book. <laughs> Imagine so nineteen twenty 
You won yeah. $100, you won $200 for winning the Canadian, the RBC Canadian. Well, we'll, we'll get to a funny one as far as uh, money when we come down to the third one here that I'm going to modify because obviously we heard the answer, but let's go for the second one first. How much does the RBC Canadian Open trophy weigh? I, you know what? That thing looks heavy. Yeah. So think about this. If you want a relative uh, weight, Stanley Cup weighs 35 pounds without beverages in it. Um, so then you can start to think of what the Canadian o- Open Trophy. No, I don't know if I've ever held the Canadian Open Trophy. I've I know I haven't. I've been I'm around guess it, that it a million weighs times, but... about 26 pounds. Close, 22. Look at I am on fire. Like there's got to be some kind of prize for me being close? someone. Like, 22, 26. I had the hundred bucks and you'd be getting horseshoes. I mean, I can get number three. Okay, so number the three, original I, number three, I got the okay. answer to. So mention the n- number three. Obviously, you can clarify what what that is. Okay, the most the record for the most number of appearances at Canadian Open, which we now know is George Cummings, it's thirty two. Right. Yeah, George Cumming, not Cummings. Cumming. Everybody, everybody makes some mistakes. George Cumming was longtime PJ uh, professional. Uh, did some work actually in the Ottawa area, doing some design stuff, even up at uh, Renfrew, for an example. Okay, so he played his first uh, Canadian Open in nineteen oh four. He played his last in 1945. He did win it in 1905. What do you think his total earnings were for all 32 appearances? That's my trivia question. When was the last one he played in? 1945, which would have been Byron Nelson won that year, which is what thousand dollars. He won a whole three hundred dollars total in those 32 appearances. And a fifth of that, and I put a, out a tweet with that, a fifth of that came from his win in 1905, which he won a massive $60 for. Yeah, not much at all, that's for sure. I mean, it's relative. Well, sure, but you know, yeah. I mean, if you, if you, got, if you, you, you factor know, in inflation. I don't know if inflation from his $60 in 1905 equates to, you know, this many years later and, you know, what's probably going to be like 1.8 million this year. So that is crazy. All right. Last one here. How many times did Tiger Woods play the RBC Canadian Open and did he ever miss the cut? Okay. I think I know the answer to this. Okay. So I think I'm not positive of the number of times he played it. I believe that he played it twice. It might have been three times, but I think it was twice. <laughs> okay. And he, he he missed the cut in 1997 at Cheater. Royal Montreal. Cheater. Cheater. I, no, I didn't cheat. Oh, no, you I were knew. there. I know. You I were was there. there. <laughs> I was there the year that he missed the cut. Got 76 um, in the f- second round. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was there the year that he missed the cut. And I and I and I knew that he at least played it the one one more time when he won. Right. Because it was kind of like he wasn't going to allow his only Canadian Open appearance to be a, a missed cut. He yeah. came back and played at Glen Abbey and won at Glen Abbey and never played in it again. Oh, he did play it the next year. Oh, did he? Oh, def- he's defending. Last... Okay. So. Right. So he did play four times and yes, he did miss the cut. Where were, at... the, where were the four times he played? Did he play okay. the, uh, did he play Glen, it? I think they're Glen Abbey, Glen Abbey, Glen Abbey and Royal Montreal. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. the only other time he played Royal Montreal was at the at the um, President's, President's Cup. Cup. Correct. Watch that one. Yeah, we were there in the in the grandstand. We were well, we weren't in the grandstands there. We were around the green. Yeah, we're actually inside the ropes on that one. Cool. So I was close. I knew I go. knew that he I knew that he missed the cut in 1997 only because I was there, and um, 
but I did think he only played it one other time. So yeah, four times. So well, there it's you actually go. it's a really cool player performance book that uh, Golf Canada has, and actually, uh, if you search for it, you can find it online, and it actually has the history of all the players that have ever played in the RBC Canadian Open, and there's some wild names in there and and some surprising ones too. Wow! All yeah. right, all right, um, there we go. Well, there you have it, folks. Little Canadian Open uh, trivia. A uh, little preview of the RBC Canadian Open, which will be uh, starting up next week at mm-hmm. Oakdale um, Oakdale Golf Club. Um, should be interesting. Should be exciting. Yeah. Um, glad you might have the opportunity to go up there. Thanks to Grant Fraser for being yeah. our uh, our majority eyes and ears on site. Uh, always takes some good photogs. So we'll be he looking does. forward to creating the little Grant Fraser photo Galleries. gallery. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so before we jump off of the podcast, I want to remind you. Yes. Remind you about the hat, the contest, tailor made, cap, TP5, all Canadian golf balls. Yep. Towel and car cards for forgiveness. Cool. Okay. There's two packages. We want to give one to you and yep. we want to give one to somebody else. Speaking of you, meaning the good listener, good viewer. Not me. Not, me. not you. No. <laughs> okay. Because if you're not, again, if you're listening, we appreciate it. We love you for it. But if you're not watching, you're not winning. There you go. Not this time. Yeah. We will do something specific to listeners because we don't want to alienate you just because you don't watch on no, YouTube. No, we have further, further giveaways. There's further other stuff on the YouTube come. channel. We just yeah. want you to go check out the podcast yeah. on YouTube. See if you like it, maybe the visual side of it. Drop a little comment. And what do I want you to say? I want to win tailor-made stuff. Pretty simple. Yeah. Subscribe. Make the comment. Have your name drawn. Win the tailor-made stuff. When are we going to do that draw? When do you think? We're just, uh, we don't have a timeline really for that no, right now. No, okay. no, 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 so no give timeline. It a, give, give it a few weeks or something? Yeah. 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 Okay. So we'll give it a few weeks uh, because there's a couple of them. Give people a chance to say they're, get their subscription done. Sounds good. Um, and we have more stuff. Mm. I got more. This box had a lot of stuff in it. So I've got more goodies to give away from tailor-made. Yep, and I've so- got more goodies to give away for the rest of the season so right, well thanks to the team at taylor made for yeah, that beautiful thank you for that i do like this hat Nim. if you don't comment are, are you you're subscribed you're i'm comment? subscribed and i already said that i want to win taylor made stuff so I'll good luck the that. rest of you for winning <laughs> <laughs> okay that's all, all right. we got for this uh this episode of the flagstick podcast um obviously want to thank all our sponsors oh wait a minute do we have what time we got? Okay, I don't think we got a lot of time to talk about this, but um, oh yes, the tweet. Your tweet. I'm I'm, I'm going to okay. run out of time, so I'm going to be like pushing hard through the last part of this. But anyway, let's let's just so you said my tweeted yes. out about you understand the 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 logic behind yeah why what happened happened with respect yep. to um, somebody who's a student of yours. Yeah, but it wasn't specific to him. It, it was. More... It's in general, but I, I know yeah. what you're saying. And and yeah. they they missed out on qualifying for a provincial championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've said it before. Of this. retrogression. 
Correct. Uh, being sucked by retrogression. We got about eight minutes. We can, we can, we should be plenty of time to talk about this and close out the show. So I read your tweet mm -hmm. and, and I saw some people that made comments. So I'm going to make my comment on the podcast. I'd say live on the podcast, but it's not really live by the time you listen to it. It's live sure. right now, but it won't be live. So my feeling on this is, and I'll, I'll say my piece. When it comes to provincial championships, national championships, championships as a whole, um, I don't believe that retrogression should be used to decide those things. I think that if, unfortunately, I know that there's limitations to the size of fields, mm -hmm. um, but if you've got, because you could potentially have 10 people tied with the same score, yeah, and, you know, one guy gets in or one person gets in and nine don't because of retrogression. It's it's a championship. Now, if it's deciding flights, that's fine. I mean, even for the flagstick open, we have a playoff for the overall. Yep. We don't have a playoff for the A, we don't have a playoff for the B, C, or D. We have we do that by a form of retrogression, a, a tie breaking system. Sure. Um, that for this year we did that based on um it's a 36 hole event, so it was based on your 18 hole score from your from this the second day. Yeah, so if people if don't know what retrogression is. Retrogression, you're basically counting back. Yeah, it's a score um, scorecard playoff business. Yeah, so you basically okay. Well, you made this on the, you. This is what your score was going into the 18th. This is what your score was going into, the, and you just keep going back. And there's yeah. different forms of tie-breaking systems using similar retrogression type systems. And yeah, and a lot of times, unfortunately, they're not fair. Uh, mm -hmm. But there has to be a system of doing it. But yeah. I do not believe that, that it should be a system that is used to decide this kind of thing. That would be yeah. like the PGA Tour. Not going like if you maybe go to a playoff, you know. That's can, what I'm. That's it, what that's really what. Don't I let would, everybody in. Yeah. Go to a playoff. Yeah. Uh, go to a go to a like. My gosh, I I would say that most of those guys would probably prefer to go to a putt off. Anything uh, if you want to do it, you know, cheeky and and yeah. and weird. Yeah. They'd rather go to a skill, a skill way mm -hmm. of getting through. Than right. being than than being selected based on what you scored on the whole previous to the person before you. Like I, I don't right. understand why you do that for a provincial championship. It does kind of suck, and maybe we we'll take a little bit of slapping the in the hand of the heat for saying it. But no, no, no. And, and I think no. And here's the thing: there was definitely some people that commented on it. Um, there are some people that gave it a like or whatever who are involved with or previously involved with national or provincial bodies. Um, and they know they're competitive players. They, they've seen that before. And it's not like players. And it wasn't that just the particular student, but there's other players that were involved. And it's been at other events. I've been retroed out of two provincial championships, you know, with a mm -hmm. partner as far as a better ball. And it's like, oh, well, we shouldn't have made that bogey on the last hole or, you know, had the worst back nine or whatever, even though we shot the same score. Golf yeah. is 18 holes in the in these cases. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be a matter of the order that you make those pars or birdies or or whatever in to get the scores. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, it, it just, you know, for these type of things, the players would stick around. I get it. Maybe some of the facilities are, you know, they've got members in behind them or stuff like that. A lot of the playoffs don't take that long. Um, or as you said, there's some other way to fit them in or to make them happen or whatever. I get it's a convenience for the organizers. Obviously, we know that from doing events as yeah, well. 100%. But this is a decision for a player to qualify for a provincial championship to get in. And they shot the equivalent score. And, you know, they're not going to get in or have an opportunity at least to play off. And they get it. You know, they've, they have not earned the spot. But 
the player who shot the same score hasn't earned the spot either. They've just shot better in a different order, you mm-hmm. know, which is not really a better score because golf golf is not hole by hole. It really isn't. So no. yeah, it's just, it's just unfortunate and I feel bad. And as I said in my tweet, you know, having had to go through it before, I feel bad when that happens, but it feels worse, especially when we start to talk about, you know, juniors or anything like that you know, it's hard to fathom. Okay. I shot the score, but why am I not going through? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with it. Um, it's, uh, it's not a good way. It's not a good way of doing it. It's yeah. uh, and, me, and it's they've had fair here, way of doing it. Here's the other thing they used to have, uh, for a particular provincial organization, they used to have a final qualifier mm-hmm. so that a players that, you know, shot the score, um, that were retroed out had spots in a final qualifier. So, I mean, if that's the way that all of a sudden, maybe the, maybe the players that shot the same score and lost out in a playoff have a chance to go to a final qualifier. Again, we're not trying to just include everyone. And we know there's, you know, there's limits as far as the fields are concerned. Um, But just a a system that's not based on math Mm -hmm. (laughs) rather than playing skill um, would be. Well, I mean, you know, you can, can imagine this um, different sport you're, you're playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Okay, and instead of having overtime, right? Or, yes, or exactly. shootout, yeah. The game ends in a tie. Yeah, and the winner of the game is the team that was leading. Yeah, first before before the third the end period. Of the third period. So yeah. I'm up three to two with a minute left. The other team yeah. scores to tie it, and now the game is tied. But I win yeah. by retrogression because we were we were leading two to one <laughs> oh, before the. Can oh, you God. imagine that? That's oh, essentially man. what this is. Yes, exactly. You know, People it's not that it. retrogression doesn't get used because we do use it ourselves sure, in our events. It yeah. does get used. Yeah, but not. I would never use retrogression to decide the winner of my tournament. Like that yeah. would not happen. And if yeah. I was asked to do it, that'd be the last time that I would be I'd be holding my event at that golf course because yeah. I can't have that hanging over yeah. my head trying to operate a yeah. championship level tournament. Yeah, and and have to end it like that because there's no no room to finish to have a playoff. Like yeah. I just I don't yeah. get it. As Chris McGrath, who used to work for Golf Ontario, mentioned, he said, especially when it makes zero sense to determine skill. And that's really what you're trying to do is you're trying to determine skill mm-hmm. of players to get into your event. But, you know, the fact that they, you know, are, you know, had maybe they stumbled down the end and ended up with the same score, you know, doesn't doesn't make them a less skilled player. They shot the number. So exactly. anyways. All right. All right. We, we talked about it. It's yep. out there. Comment if you like. Um, all right. Just one other thing. Next week, next episode, Kevin Haim Golf Instruction is back. Oh, yeah. back. Yeah. Um, we're going to be running a few uh, few little Kevin Haim golf tips with Kevin or Kevin and Jake or just Jake or whatever yep. happens to work out. There's some cool videos, cool tips. So look for that next episode. Um, obviously thanks to our sponsors, Metcalf Golf Club, Greensmere Golf and Country Club, and our presenting sponsor this week, TaylorMade with Stealth. They pushed past the limits of titanium and introduced the world to the carbon wood age. How far are they willing to take it? Apparently way past far and into forgiveness. Introducing all new Stealth 2 plus combining elements of speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. Uh, visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to learn more. Uh, hopefully, as always, you are enjoying what you're watching or hearing. Uh, be sure to follow us across all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, TikTok. Subscribe on Spotify, Audible, 
Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Comment this week or next week. Get into the contest. Like us, click the notification bell, and make sure you never miss a single episode ever. Uh, get over to flagstick.com for more amazing golf content delivered every day to that website. Uh, so we always appreciate you tuning in. Until next week, I am Jeff Potter. Stump McLeod. And always remember, go for the stick.